how many people in your immediate environment, those people who are in your sacred circle, represent people who are on the same mission as you? Or do you have a bunch of people on your list who are not on the same mission as you and those individuals are pulling you down? E.T., how do you do what you do? I have cut off the people who are not on the same mission with me. And yes, they are very upset. And yes, they said some nasty things about me. But guess what? I cut them off anyway. And I've surrounded myself with people who have the same values, who have the same mindset, and people who want to accomplish what I want to accomplish. It says every day in Africa, in the safari, a lion wakes up. Every single day in the safari, a lion wakes up. Right? And, and every single day in the safari, a gazelle wakes up. I love it. I love it. It says, though, here's, here's, here's what's funny. It says that if you wake up and you're a gazelle, you realize if you're going to survive as a gazelle, if you're going to survive, you must outrun the slowest gazelle. Right? In your mind, you're thinking you got to outrun the fastest line. That's not the truth. You just got to stay ahead of the slow gazelle. That's it. Right? So every single day when you wake up, whatever it is that you do professionally, you better make sure you're not in the back of the pack. You better be as close to the front, if not up front, as possible. Because every single day when the lion wakes up, it's only one thing on that lion's mind. And that is catching the gazelle that couldn't keep up. What the gazelle realizes is that the way it operates that the way it performs, that the way it goes about its daily business is contingent upon life and death. That if that gazelle does not do what he or she is supposed to do, it will be eaten by a lion. The story says that even if you are a lion, even if you are a lion and you have the advantage, that when the sun comes up, if you are a gazelle or a lion, you better get to running. Because if you are a lion, a gazelle is still not going to come to you and say, just eat me. No, you better hear what I'm saying. Because there's those of you in this room, you're past the mark that Glenn is talking about. And somewhere in your mind, you're thinking they're not talking to me. They're talking to somebody else. And no, you have to understand, I don't care how deep you are as a lion. When you wake up, nothing is going to come to you. Nobody's going to give you anything. They're still not giving stuff to ET. I still have to work. I still have to fly 20 hours to get to Australia. I still have to go to London. I still have to do free stuff in Detroit. I still have to drive. I'm a lion. And when the sun comes up, I still have to get to run it. Here's the challenge, though. I asked myself when I read that story. That's what's on the surface. I read it, and I started asking myself, E.T., what's the difference between a gazelle and what's the difference between the lion? What's the difference? I know that they're wired differently, but what's the difference? And what I discovered is that the gazelle is running from something. The gazelle is running from something. So as long as the lion is chasing the gazelle, the gazelle is running. But as soon as the lion stops chasing the gazelle, it stops. And that's a lot of you in this room. That's a lot of you in this room. You will run. You'll do what you're supposed to do. As long as you're getting pushed. As long as you're getting motivated. As long as somebody is encouraging you. As long as somebody's coaching you. As long as somebody's pushing you. As long as somebody's prodding you. You're doing what you're supposed to do. As long as somebody's calling you. As long as someone is enticing you. As long as somebody's giving you rewards. You're moving. But as soon as that stops, you stop.
I asked myself the question about the lion. And I said, the lion is not running to be rewarded. The lion is running to eat. Every single day, the lion is running to eat because the lion realizes that when he kills the gazelle, not only does he eat the gazelle, but he brings it back home. You've got to have So many guys in the game, coach in the game. These are five things that I want to give you that every one of you can do. And everyone, in my opinion, is a real game changer. Number one, you gotta love the game. You have to love what you do if you're gonna be great at it. And and when I say love it, you know, I was excited driving, excited driving back here. I wasn't tired. I don't know how many hours I left. The game keeps me up at night, and it gets me up early in the morning. For me, that's loving something, right? But you, you can't just like it, and it's easy to be excited one time. Anybody can get excited about something. Big game, big matchup. But real passion is every day. And it's energy, and effort, and it's enthusiasm. And for the rest of this day, I will know one thing. I don't know who has passion for this game by tonight. Doesn't mean you're gonna be a good player, it just means you're a passionate player. And if you're a passionate player, you have a chance to be a good player. You really do. So do you love this game? You can say yes, every hand will go up. But passion is every possession, every workout, every day, every game. And when you wanna play in college, college coaches, you know what they want? They want that passion, and they wanted the whole possession. It's the biggest thing college coaches complain about with high school kids when they go to college. Yeah, they play hard for five minutes, and then they stop playing hard. They play hard for 20 seconds in the shot clock, but not the last 10 seconds. So if this game means something to you, then every second you play it, you'll have passion. Your passion can energize your talent. Any talent you have, any talent, passion will energize you. And that's a separating factor. Number two, you have to respect the game. The way I taught the game is thousands of coaches have taught this. I just wanted you to see it, learn it, understand it, and do it. Respect how the game is played. I know we're in a generation of social media, and I like social media. I like all those sites, but the game is not played on a highlight tape. The game is not played 
okay, on, on, on a game of horse. It's not a game to play. Respect how the game is played. Respect your coaches. Respect your teammates. Respect the officials. Because everybody's watching what you're doing. If you want to get recruited, coaches are recruiting respectable guys. Or if they're recruiting two guys that are really good, if you guys are really good, and you're more than a respectable person, and you're still learning how to respect people in the game, that scholarship's going to him. That spot is going to him. But respect starts where? Where does respect start with? Anybody know? Where does respect start? Close. Where else? Closer than that. Parents? Who said that? That's it. Say it again. Say it loud. Self. You gotta respect yourself. You gotta respect you. You gotta look in that mirror and like that person. And respect that person. So how are you respectful? What you say, what you think about, what you watch, who you hang around with, your actions. If you can be a respectable person, and you respect who you are, care about you, now the people start to respect you. So respect starts with yourself. It's really important the words that you use. Words of power. Use the right words. Your actions say a lot of power. Do the right thing at the right time. Even when nobody's watching. Even when nobody's watching. Third thing you gotta do is you gotta prepare for your game, you gotta prepare for practice. A preparation is the master of your success. What does that mean? The more you prepare, the more successful you're gonna be. Guarantee that. I guarantee you, the more prepared you are, the more successful you'll be. I don't know what your level of success is gonna be, but you'll be more successful if you're prepared. When you play today, we're gonna to do that shooting drill again, that line shooting drill. I didn't like the way we did it. Maybe it was the end of the workout. We can do it better. And then you're going to play in the games. you got to be ready. You can't get ready at that point. you got to be ready. Preparation. you got to play the game in your mind before you play the game. When that coach says to you, get in the game, you can't start doing this and doing that and stretching. You get in the game, you got to be ready. You can't get ready for things. You may only get one call. So be prepared. You gotta be prepared for tomorrow. What are you gonna do tonight? You're gonna prepare, get enough sleep, drink enough uh, fluids. You gotta prepare for every workout. You're preparing right now for next season, aren't you? Aren't you preparing? So everything you do needs preparation. You can't just show up if you're serious about the game. So prepare for your workouts. Prepare for the games. Prepare for next season. Fourth thing you gotta do, you gotta improve your game. You gotta improve your game. It's great to have good coaches, but you gotta improve you. You gotta add something to your game this summer. You know what you need. Some of you need to gain weight and get stronger. Some of you need to lose weight and get better shape. Some of you need to be more athletic. So you're going to do more jump roping, speed, and conditioning, and agility. 
Some of you guys are not very skilled. So handling a basketball and shooting a basketball, making layups, making what you add to your game. You can't add moves to your game. You gotta add skill to your game, then you add moves. Maybe you gotta become a, a smarter basketball player. Maybe you gotta read more about the game. Maybe you gotta watch more games. You guys watch NBA games, listen to the analysts. Listen to college games, listen to what the analyst says. Alright? You gotta improve the game. Kyrie Irving said this to me, and I saw him when he went from Duke to the pros. Chicago to the Southern. And I said, Can you give me something to give back to the next generation of kids? He said, Yeah. Yeah, he says, In fact, I've been thinking about that. He says, You know what? I came out of high school, I think he was the top five player in the class. I can't remember, but it was up there. Goes to Duke, played that one year. Got hurt, missed about 10 games. Got drafted real high. And he thought, you know what? I control my future. And he said, after my first season in the NBA, I realized that I didn't control my future. My habits control my future. But the good news is, I control my habits. Now think about what he said to me. He looked me right in the eye and he said, Coach, I thought I controlled everything. Because I was this and I was that. He said, I don't. I only control my habits. But my habits control my future. So when you have great habits, that's going to control your future. That's what, we're, that's what I'm trying to give you guys as fast as I can today. Good habits. Offense, cutting, screening, ball handling, facing the basket, moving without the ball. I want you to create good habits. You create good habits in the game, your game elevates. But you gotta add to your game. You have to improve whatever it is that you need The last thing is this. You gotta learn the game. You hear me say it all the time. Be smart. Be smarter than the guy you're playing against. Get a basketball IQ. All of you can be smart. All of you can be smart in the game. Study the game, you read about the game, camps, like this, make you a smarter player. So it doesn't matter how big, tall, and strong you are, this is going to be somebody bigger, taller, stronger, and faster. I guarantee that. It doesn't matter how skilled you are, it's going to be somebody more skilled than you. But you can be smarter than the guy you play against. You can be smarter. When you are smart, okay, you learn the game, you have a teachable spirit. You're coachable. Coaches love guys that are coachable. When you have a teachable spirit that says, I want to learn, not one that says, I know. Last thing you should ever say to a coach is, I know. That's the last thing we want to hear. It's the same thing. I don't think your parents want to hear that either, right? I know. Say you understand, but don't say you know. And see those guys? They know. They know more than you do. That's why they're wearing this shirt. You're wearing that shirt. If you're teachable, your game will expand. You want your game to expand? Learn more about the game. So think of those five points real quickly. Love the game. Respect the game. Prepare for the game. Improve your game. And learn the game. You can do those five things every day. No talent is needed. Zero talent. Zero talent is required. 
you can do it as much as you want, all year round. Because I'm going to tell you this, when you get to the winter, there's going to be a voice in your head that's going to say, what did you do this summer? A little voice in your head, what did you do? And that voice is going to ask you, what did you do? Get ready for this season. So when you're playing really well, ask yourself this. Am I loving it? Am I respecting everybody in and around me? Did I prepare for this? Have I improved? And did I learn more about the game? You check those five boxes, you elevate, you enhance, you improve, you develop. You're not playing really well, you probably not check a lot of those boxes. I'm going to put those out there tonight. I hope that you take those, look at them every day, parents remind you of those five things, because they take no talent, but they really can elevate the talent that you have. And if you're really talented, it will raise your talent to another level. And that's what the process is all about. Going from where you are to where you want to be. It doesn't happen. You don't step on a gas pedal to go from zero to six. You gotta go five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, it's a process. Try to remember those five things when you're having a good workout, a good day, and if you're not having such a good day, try to remember those five things, okay? Yes, and another episode has gone down. Success Peak the Podcast, live and direct with your boy Coach Calby, your favorite host and coach. So making sure that you enjoyed today's episode. That was Paul being Cardi speaking at his May 2018 camp, the Paul being being Cardi camp. Paul being Cardi is the ESPN analyst and national high school basketball recruiting and ranking director. All right, so. Listen to it twice. A lot of good, good gems he dropped there about the five ways to improve your talent in basketball. So uh, parents, players, make sure you tune into that. This is a little something different. Elevating our game as we approach the 2018-19 high school basketball season is right around the corner. So uh, take that all in. It's going to be more coming to you every single day. Coach Cal B, hope you enjoy. Please share this on Anchor. Dot FM on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Pocket Cast, and a few others, man. Just do a little research, you'll find it. But the favorites seem to be Anchor, Spotify, and Apple. Like I said, I always enjoy having the audience and support. It's a beautiful thing and a blessing. Hope everybody has a fabulous day today. Speak success into your life and into others. Peace and love. <laughs>